What's up guys? I'm Izzy and you have stumbled across my podcast where I literally have no plan of action. I just talk about things that are on my mind and that can help you. It is not a self-help podcast, more of just I'm lost, my brain is fucking puzzled with life. (laughs) I'm gonna chat shit. So carry on listening and hopefully you enjoy thanks guys good evening why am i saying good evening because you could be listening to this at whatever time of the day i just happen to be recording this podcast super late as usual (laughs) and it is the evening i've had a stressful day at work and i'm coming in and venting to y'all about my day i have a can of coke as i said i'm cutting out coke no i am i literally only have one coke a week now which is good for me and that is always when i'm filming my podcast because it's just comforting to have that can of coke next to me you know it's like a friend it's like a warm hug anyway how have you all been as you probably saw i put i put two podcasts out last week so my 14th and 15th were out last week and basically the reason why i did that is because i've got some sort of i want 20 episodes per series so and i want to end my series at the end of this year to then take a break to really think about series two and what I want from series two and have guests and things like that which I've already kind of booked some guests which is exciting um but yeah so I wanted to make sure that I could get the last episodes out for the rest of the year so there was 20 basically and because I missed a week essentially I needed to quickly put two in so that I could reach the 20 episodes at the end of the year and I am taking a bit of time off as I said because I've got some surgery I've got my breast reduction surgery and I want some time to think, yeah, about the way I want season two to go. So that is why I put the extra little podcast out for you. Today's podcast is going to be a little bit about relationships again, because I find relationships my favourite kind of style podcasts to do and talk about, because I'm very passionate about, you know, experiences, relationships, boys, breakup, something I've been through, we've all been through, and I like talking about it and giving my, you know, my two cents. Is that saying? I don't know if that's the saying, but just basically my wisdom on the situation. Now, something I was reflecting on recently, I reflect a lot, a lot, uh, reflecting is my new thing, really just thinking and reflecting on my life and the people that make me happy and just really, really focusing on that good, that good shit that I've got in my life. And I was reflecting about my relationship as I always do, because I'm so lucky with my boyfriend, I couldn't ask for anyone better. He treats me, honestly, the best I could ever, ever want. I am just so appreciative that I get treated well from having past, really bad past experiences. He just goes above and beyond to just keep making me realise that I'm being treated so well. And that's when I was kind of reflecting on the relationship at the beginning. Still amazingly, and, you know, I wouldn't have got with him. I wouldn't have fallen for him if, if it wasn't for that. But reflecting on how I was so in my own head and how I was so depressed and how I would just subconsciously push him away or anyone to be honest a lot of relationships because of a past toxic relationship that kind of manipulates your brain and controls your brain to thinking that everyone's going to be like that and that's kind of what I wanted to chat really about this in this podcast is just basically knowing how much you're worth in a relationship because I had a past toxic relationship and it made me believe that I didn't deserve to be treated well when I was, you know, seeking another 
relationship after that relationship now obviously I preface this I you know I have been with my boyfriend now over a year um a year and January will be a year and a half and before that I was single for about three years before I kind of got with um with Ben my boyfriend and um it took me three years and it not even more like even now I still have issues with this in my own head and it's something that I'm trying to work on and obviously being with my boyfriend who is an absolute he was an, he was amazing you know I'm it's it's easier to get over in the sense it's easier to get over my own insecurities and in relationships but yeah I want to talk about kind of knowing that you're worth the world and realizing that you're being treated well after years and years of being treated like shit, basically. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, because that's just something I've been reflecting on in my own head, and I've just been really reflecting on how how amazing my boyfriend is and how lucky I am to have that now. So, yeah, grab your beds, grab a drink, whatever you're doing, if you're commuting to work, have a brilliant day, because commuting to work is the worst. And hopefully this cheers you up before or just gives you, you know, hearing hearing my voice in your ear holes. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, will help you get ready for your day at work if you're doing it on your lunch break. Hope you're enjoying a nice, you know, meal that you've prepped. Or if you're like me and gravitate to the meal deal every day. What's your meal deal order? So my meal deal order, meal deal, that's really hard to say, meal deal order. What is your meal deal order see I used to be I'm very picky I don't know if anyone has this issue hear me out okay I have a really weird phobia of sandwiches okay it's not phobia it's kind of over exaggerative but the thought of someone else making my sandwich with wet ingredients and putting them all together in this sandwich really grosses me out I think it's the wet ingredient concept that just gets me going I'm like "Mm, you're touching that you know, scrambled egg that your egg and cress that you're putting in that sandwich, or that coronation chicken sandwich, all the gooey mixes your hands are just going all in there. And I don't know, wet foods kind of gross me out unless it's soup. But yeah, wet foods and me just don't mix. And the thought of sandwiches and someone touching a sandwich that I haven't put together, like grated cheese. The thought of grated cheese, even though I love cheese, cold grated cheese really bugs me. I don't know why. I think it's because it's like mixed. Whereas, like, if, if it's just a slice of cheese, I'm cool. So I would get just a slice, because of my phobia of sandwiches, I would just get a sliced cheese sandwich, just a cheese sandwich. How boring. Like, people are like, oh, I'd go back to work and, oh, what did you get in your meal deal? I'm like, you know, just a single cheese sliced sandwich. And they're like, oh, my God, does this girl have a personality? She's got a single sliced cheese sandwich. It's like, they're the lowest tier of, that you will get judged if you get the it's like called just cheese or just ham it's like you will get harassed so I was like you know what I'm gonna experiment with my sandwiches and impress my office you know with a with a bit of more of a variety of sandwich so I now have the pea and mint fritter sandwich and honestly changed my life revolutionary I am now a pea and mint fritter hoe I love pea and mint fritter so much so that my work colleague went home and made some pea and mint fritters to bring in for me to eat because I go on about pea and mint fritter sandwiches so much and they were delicious and now I've got a meal deal order that people respect I've gone up in the world so yeah that's my meal deal story I also normally get the pop chips and then naked smoothie which I've invented about naked smoothies before how much I love them I only get them with meal deals because they cost a bomb anyway back to the podcast so yeah I didn't I've been kind of toying with the idea of sort of doing a podcast 
based on toxic relationships and things like that. But I didn't necessarily want it to just be sort of like, are you in a toxic relationship? Or here are the five signs of a toxic relationship. Because toxic relationships are very taboo subjects in the sense of, I feel like toxic relationships all are kind of the same, but the way they impact people are different. You know, the after effects, they're hard to get out of. You can't just be like, if you're in a toxic relationship, notice these five facts and get the fuck out like it's hard man it's hard to get out of a toxic relationship so I didn't want it to be a podcast like that I more wanted to talk about the after effects of of a toxic relationship because yeah I just can't tell you to to break up with someone or I can't tell you what the five signs are and then you know tell you to leave because that's hard that shit's hard so yeah I want to talk more about the aftermath and how I feel and how it's still triggering me today yeah so that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about cue interval music maintaining a healthy relationship with someone who really cares about you is hard when you have been in a past toxic relationship in the sense of that's not me saying like like if you like I was over my toxic relation I was over my breakup like within a year within yeah I was over my breakup a long time ago but the sense of getting over those insecurities that it embeds in your brain is hard and that's what I mean by saying being able to maintain a healthy relationship not because you're not over the person you're with before but just because you've got so many insecurities so many things that trigger you because of how your brain has been controlled in that toxic relationship it's you know being in a normal relationship I'm saying normal very loosely like you know what I mean when I say normal being in a good healthy loving relationship after being in a toxic relationship not even toxic just a bad relationship it's hard because a lot of the time, you know, when you're in a toxic relationship, it doesn't necessarily start as one, you know, when I started my relationship in the past with my ex, it was, we started very young, we were like 15, I think, 14, 15, and then we broke up when I was 21. It was a big chunk of my youth and my young, you know, period of life that I was in a relationship, and that's all I knew, and because that is all I knew, I thought behaviours that were being done then were right because I didn't know any better and now being with my boyfriend it was completely toxic behaviors and that's not just me pointing the blame I mean I will mainly point the blame on him because you know reflecting on it he was not not a nice person especially you know during the breakup after the breakup but again because because I knew no better I also portrayed toxic traits because that's what I thought was right but reflecting on it now it is super toxic and we were super toxic people and just not right and it just takes it's not it's not that it takes someone else to show you what you deserve but it takes you to kind of find yourself and reflect when you're not in that mindset of being with that person nor are you in the breakup stage where you're still not over it it takes that and also meeting the right person to show you what is toxic and what is not right yeah and a lot of the time of toxic relationships it's about getting to that point where you understand where you you know you need to understand that it's two of you not being good for each other it's not necessarily one person and sometimes it's not wise to just pin the blame on on someone a lot of the time it's both of you and I think that's really mature to realize and as I said like I was not perfect so it's about understanding that and I think the hard thing about getting out of a toxic relationship is when someone becomes a habit it's really hard to get out out of that habit and that mindset not necessarily the person which I've spoken about loads like a lot of the time getting over someone is not about the person it's about the habit and the routine 
that you miss and that your brain cannot function without. And that's for me definitely something that I struggled with. Not not I actually got over the person quick quite quickly. But it, yeah, it was that routine of of being with that being with a person twenty four seven, not the actual person. Um, that was really controlling my emotions. With a breakup, it's not, it, it, you know, it's tough, of course, but reflecting, it's not the breakup that's tough, it is everything else after that's tough. You know, being able to kind of function again as a single person and, as I said, routine and understanding what you deserve and understanding mentally what's right and what's wrong. And as I said, that's something that still affects me today because it was so toxic. I get triggered by so many things. But I control it because I know my boyfriend would never do that to me and I know that he cares about me, you know, me as a person and it's not toxic and it's so nice and refreshing. It's so weird to not be in a toxic relationship because that's all I was used to and it feels so good and just freeing and just, I feel like it's just smooth and I I just, this is how what it's meant to be, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I think one thing that I was definitely doing at the beginning of my relationship with my boyfriend is I was pushing him away and almost making up issues that weren't issues. And because when you meet someone again that you you really connect with and you really want to be with and you really love, you almost look out for the red flags and you're like, making red flags up almost because when you feel those feelings that you never thought you would feel again it's basically paralleled with fear even though it's a great feeling because you were so in your own head and affected and down and depressed and you've only known that those toxic behaviors having those positive feelings towards someone do does come with fear and that's something I I've really struggled for months and you're super cautious because you don't want to be hurt again so it's like you're pointing out and trying to to make issues out of things that aren't issues and that's something I definitely struggled with and it 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 almost ruined the relationship because I couldn't get out of my own insecurities because of being fucked over in the past and that's something which I mentioned previously I've gotten over myself and you know this isn't me saying that you can't have these as normal. I had them for months with Ben. And I was just like, look, Izzy, get out of your own bum hole. Yes, you were fucked over. But also, you have found someone who genuinely cares about you, makes you happy, has literally done nothing wrong ever in the relationship. Why are you making issues? Why are you going to ruin this because of something that happened way in the past? Like, don't let that shit ruin you. Focus on the present. Don't let the past wreck your life. Get the fuck over it. And like not get over the person, but get the fuck over your insecurities because one, just be with this person. Be present with this person. Give yourself, give all of yourself to this person. And if they fuck you over, they fuck you over. But you don't know that. Do you know what I mean? And I have just, I have a, I trust my gut and my gut is always right and I have I'm very good at reading people and I just feel so right with my boyfriend and I've never felt that like I feel like there's no competition there's no trying to upset we genuinely do everything with each other's best interest and happiness at heart and I can fully put my hand on saying that because I've had an, a relationship where that wasn't the forefront of the relationship I can honestly say that's what I have and it's so nice to feel that and know that so just just go with it you know don't let 
a past relationship fuck something that could be life-changing and amazing for you I think um, some other little things these are just kind of things that I noticed in myself from having a toxic past with with someone what I was doing so I didn't trust anyone for years so as I said it's kind of years between my last breakup that I had and um I mean my only breakup that I've had and my boyfriend and yeah I the whole th- I didn't I didn't trust myself for a starter so how could I trust anyone else literally no one I was like nope everyone's gonna fuck me over and that was my mentality and that's so 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 stupid to have that mentality naturally we all have it when we get hurt but it was ruining everything and yeah I literally didn't trust anyone and it took me so long to even though I did trust my boyfriend it took me so long to be like I actually 100% trust you with my whole heart and yeah it, it, it that's natural so don't don't worry if if you're getting into a new relationship and you just feel like you can't trust that person it's natural and that those things will come and I think that just comes from having your trust broken and it, it you know trust is like is like a glass like you can't just put it back together it needs to be rebuilt and you need to rebuild that trust with someone and it takes another person to understand that and know that that's not going to be the case straight away and help you rebuild that trust with them and I think that's really important another thing is I you want to believe the best in people but you just struggle anything they do you're kind of like they've got an ulterior motive they're they're gonna fuck me over and I think that's something I definitely um struggled I think something that I noticed in myself when it was um kind of forming a relationship with my boyfriend was that I would pick fights for no reason and this is honestly like I want to hit myself when I think about the beginning of our relationship when I would just pick fights for no reason and just honestly make issues out of nothing because because of my past so I think when you think about if you think about a relationship that maybe maybe you're coming out of a breakup and you're trying to kind of reflect on it and you're starting to realize maybe it was a toxic or just a bad relationship notice the way you fought now this is something I think I spoke about in one of my podcasts with my sister fighting is definitely a foundation of a toxic relationship and by that I mean fighting's natural you argue couples argue but the way you fight is definitely a reflection of the argument if it's attacking each other calling each other names threatening each other blaming each other and this is happening happening constantly then you make up and you go on in circles to me that is such a toxic relationship for each other a relationship is about going into an issue that you both have as a couple and not pointing any blame at each other but understanding the issue talking about it and dealing with the issue together you know it is your issue as a couple no one's issue singularly if you have upset someone even if you don't know say there's an issue and someone's come to you your part your girlfriend boyfriend has been like look this upset me deal like deal with that in the way that shows that you care about that person and be like look I'm so sorry I've hurt you I did not mean that talk to me why did it hurt you tell me what I can do differently and you know talk about it maturely and deal with it there and then that is the transition of a healthy relationship in my opinion and I think yeah and I think for me something that really shocked me was being with someone who deals with arguments like that 
because I was used to having the blame pointed at me all the time, attacking me for doing literally everything, not being able to do anything I wanted to, like I wasn't allowed clubbing, I wasn't allowed to do a lot and it was very controlling, very protective but in, you know, not in being protective over someone you care about is great but being protective in the negative way too protective and yeah it, it would be arguments literally about everything whenever I had an anxious day or a panic attack or I was crying because I was depressed I'd just be like oh you're just sad go over it and then having a go at me for it and that's just toxic <laughs> And I think being with someone who deals with things maturely and actually wants to focus on making the situation better for you and your happiness and themselves, what the fuck do I do? And I retreated because I was like, this is not what I'm used to. I'm used to being attacked, called names, like being told that, basically just being told shit all the time that I was doing wrong. And it really, really shocked me that someone was with me that was dealing with this situation in a mature way, you know? And finding someone who meets me halfway, who wants to solve the issues with me as a boyfriend and a girlfriend together, rather than making me cry, I was shocked. Obviously now it's something I appreciate and I realise is a healthy relationship, but for a while I was like, shit, why has this ended just literally in 10 minutes because we've spoken about it maturely? And then I'd go even worse and try to make the, the argument even worse because I was like, what the fuck's going on? Because I was so used to it just being a full-blown, like throwing up throwing insults argument and I think that's something to notice maybe if you're coming out of a relationship and you're not sure whether it was the right relationship if you're trying to reevaluate relationships or trying to work out if that relationship was healthy that's definitely something to take into consideration Another thing I notice I do a lot is apologise for everything because that's all I'm used to. Um, and obviously, I, as I said, like, I'm not saying like it was all the other person in my past relationship that was toxic. It was predominantly, I also had toxic traits, but I was never mean or malicious. Whereas I would, everything I was doing was wrong. I was never good enough. I would say sorry for literally not looking nice that day or sorry for having a panic attack and they're just things that you should not be apologizing for and I've carried that into my current relationship and I say sorry way too much and my boyfriend's like you don't need to say sorry like don't say sorry it's not your fault I feel like in an argument like you shouldn't necessarily like it shouldn't be a case of someone saying sorry I think it's a case of either owning up yeah and taking responsibility and taking responsibility is something I find super attractive as a guy that can take responsibility for his own issues and problems and not apologizing necessarily but you shouldn't have to apologize for things you're not sorry about but it's just I was just saying sorry for stupid things and just saying sorry because I was kind of forced to say sorry because no other issue was their fault it was always my fault and that's so toxic but something I want to like as I mentioned earlier like focusing obviously a toxic relationship is never good but I think being aware of your behaviors in a toxic relationship as well because yeah you can almost pinpoint the blame on someone with my past relationship um the reason why I speak about my past relationship is in like a big thing it's because I've only had one other relationship so it's not like I can talk really about other types so I'm like oh my breakup because it's the only breakup I've had majority the majority of the blame I am going to put on him because I feel like he was very toxic and very controlling, very manipulative, horrible with the breakup. 
Um, but obviously I take some responsibility as well. I was probably super toxic to him because that's all I knew. And I thought that was how you were meant to act. So as I said, like, I wasn't allowed to go clubbing, I wasn't allowed to wear certain things, I wasn't allowed to see certain people, or he'd make me feel ugly because he'd be like, why don't you like these fitness models, and show me pictures on Instagram, but then equally, because I thought that was the way that you were meant to act in a relationship, I was then equally just as controlling back, because I was like, okay, well, I'm then not going to let you do these things, and I'm going to be really controlling, and not and not let you have girl mates, and stuff like that, and that's not right that's not mature and that's super toxic guys and girls are allowed to be friends with the opposite sex and that was a big thing we'd argue about because I thought that you weren't meant to be but then at the same time he would give me issues and reasons to kind of not trust him so it's like yes I was also promoting toxic behavior in my relationship but also I had reasons to and I think it's obviously taking responsibility of those and then not letting them manifest in your head for future relationships that's so important yeah so another thing that was definitely massive and something I struggled with when getting into um my new relationship with Ben was that you kind of expect the same treatment because your your control in your brain is manipulated almost brainwashed into thinking that the next girl or guy that you're with is gonna act exactly the same as your ex and respond in those negative toxic ways because that's what you have been so used to over so many years yeah basically I just thought that was how it was going to go and I was just going to be kind of treated badly because that's kind of what I was was used to but it throws you so off when you're the person you're with so for instance with my boyfriend I would do something that possibly in the past would my ex have a go at me for attack me for make me feel very guilty for so let's say I know, wanting to go out drinking with my friends. Be like, okay, have a good time, text me when you're home safe. I was like, what? Are you not going to be like, oh, like, like, so when I'd go out, like, with my ex, uh, when I'd go out, like, obviously I wasn't allowed clubbing. If I was to ever go for a drink, I'd be made to feel so guilty for it the next day. Like, oh, I bet you were cheating on me, I bet you were fucking other guys. But all you were doing was looking at the guys. I'm like, no, I'm loyal as fuck. Don't make me feel shit. And I would get that constantly. And when someone when you're new, when you're with someone who respects you and loves you and cares for you and wants you to be happy, them continuously showing you good behaviour, you're like, hang on, what the fuck? And it just, it just really throws you off because you expect it to be the same as you've always had it and it's not. And realising that that's how you should be treated takes a while. And then once you've got it, you honestly, like, I am the happiest I have ever been because I am shown what I deserve. I'm with someone who I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely love. And having that genuine love is just an amazing feeling. Sorry, I'm actually turning into such a wet wipe. What the fuck? Hopefully he doesn't listen to this part and he's not like, oh my god, is he? Absolute wet flannel. <laughs> um, it's it's that that you appreciate and I think then kind of test that person. Something I noticed I was doing in a new relationship was testing them. Not not on purpose, but just being like, okay, well they're gonna flip anytime soon. And then they don't. And they just continuously pass every scenario that in the past someone who you were with that might be toxic would attack you for. And it's just, it's something I, I definitely struggled with. Another thing is definitely 
questioning whether that person wants to be with you constantly. I mentioned before, like, getting reassurance is, is okay in a relationship. Everyone's insecure and you need reassurance every now and then. When you've been with someone who's toxic and always kind of has you pining after them in the sense of, in a toxic relationship, I feel like I was always making sure that I wasn't doing anything that he wouldn't want me to do or I was always making sure that it was something that he would like or um, focusing very much on them because otherwise they'd flip out or flip off and just... It was very centred around making sure they're okay and it's things that they want me to do and they like. Otherwise, they would attack me. And um, for that, I struggled getting into and being with someone who 100% wants to be with me and I'd question it all the time. And I would be like, okay, they don't want to be with me. And I'd be like, do you want to be with me every single day? And it's obviously not, that's not not healthy to keep questioning that in a relationship. And now I've realised that I'm with someone who 100% wants to be with me. It's just, it feels so good and it makes you just realise how much work you're having to do beforehand and how much emotional strain you're putting on yourself after being in a toxic relationship and I think it's very important to be with someone who understands that you are fragile and equally this is if you've been you're also with someone who has been through a really bad relationship or breakup understand that they're fragile they're going to have insecurities that a toxic relationship is something that really fucks up someone's mind outlook on life and outlook on relationships with friends family boyfriends girlfriends understand that they're fragile but also they're not weak I think with a toxic relationship the partner I get I guess the, a lot of the time it does play one-on-one so like it, equally two people can be toxic for each other sometimes there is someone who is a lot more toxic than the other and is making the other person's life hell and usually they see that person as weak they know their insecurities they know their weaknesses this is definitely what happened with me and they play on those and make those people feel shit for it that's not healthy but be with someone who understands you are delicate and that you have had a hurtful past and wants to work on that so don't be with someone who wants to build you that that wants to knock you down for them to build you to build you up be with someone who is aware that you're <laughs> knocked down um and that is trying to build you up from where you are and trying to make you better for yourself not better for them that is so important and I preach that to the fucking high heavens because yeah that's just super important and I'm beginning to really love myself and that is from being with someone who also cares about me and wants the best for me for me not for them and that is important I want to speak a little bit about another kind of trait in a relationship which I feel is always kind of argued over discussed and I was basically talking to someone and they were talking about jealousy. Jealousy is my biggest weakness and I will honestly and openly say I'm a very jealous person. I'm very protective over what's mine and I get incredibly jealous and that is something that I know can be a toxic trait and it's something I am trying to work with and work on and you know it's natural to be jealous that you cannot not be like if you care about someone I think inevitably you're going to be jealous of things and I think that yeah I think this is something you can't you can't blame yourself for you can't attack yourself or you can't feel bad but it's it's the amount of jealousy you you put on a relationship and the amount you let it bother you and let it bother the other person yeah I think jealousy can be very harmful in a relationship I think something that I struggled with with my ex was jealousy and jealousy was a massive massive thing now I don't actually think in reflection I don't actually think I got that jealous over him being with you know girlmates whatever I actually don't think I did 
but he but I felt like he would try and make me jealous all the time by hanging out with girls he'd emphasize you know if he was hanging out with a girl or a girl I didn't particularly like or someone who I thought was maybe a threat to our relationship he would he would then make me jealous so there was this one particular girl who I just didn't like so me and my ex went on a break I mean I don't really agree with breaks maybe I'll do a whole podcast on breaks but yeah anyway and there was this girl who mutually we were kind of friends I was friends with her he was friends with her and on that break she tried to get with him and they kissed and hung out and whatever but she was mutually my friend and through the break I was actually talking to her about wanting to get her out with him and stuff like that and she was supporting me but then behind my back she was obviously getting with him and she was then always the girl I just didn't like you know the girl you have that girl and he would be like oh yeah so I spoke to her he would like like her photos and like be like yeah she popped around today and I'm like why I you know I don't like her like you I think sometimes because you don't want to control who they're friends with but if there's reasons valid reasons why that person doesn't like that person then as as a partner you need to respect that decision and that your partner does not like that person for a valid reason so if there's no reason like you can't just be like you're not being friends with her because she's a girl you're not being friends with him because he's a boy that, that's not that's valid that's stupid that's immature but for valid reasons totally fine and just want to understand that, and he would purposely use her to make me jealous because he knew it hurt me. That is fucking toxic, guys. So fucking toxic. He was doing it purposely to hurt me. What didn't I understand about that? What didn't I understand about that sentence and how that is horrible? And I think there would be stages where I just literally would get no attention from him, like nothing. So I was like, because I was in a toxic relationship, I was then yet and then acting and reacting toxically so I felt like I would have to show him that people were finding me attractive and boys would be interested in me and I was hanging out with boys so like I'd go clubbing and then take photos with guys because I thought well he's made me feel so insecure this is the only way I can show him and that's just so so toxic for both parties yeah and I think yeah and then being jealous obviously you know a jealous partner is a lot of the time needy and needing reinsurance and then jealousy can then go into controlling behavior which I felt is is what happened with me and my ex and I'm trying to not be I mean my boyfriend gives me no reason to be jealous no reason to not trust him I'm literally I trust him I've with 100% I've not had any reason to be jealous and we're very very transparent with each other with everything and that's so important transparency in a relationship is so healthy and that you can talk about whatever um whether you're feeling jealous just tell them rather than letting it manifest um in your head and then making you become controlling over it just talk but yeah and I think the the foundation of a happy healthy non-toxic relationship is trust and respect and I think if you're really really suffering with that jealousy to the point where it's controlling it's it boils down to the fact that you don't trust that person which is why I don't get aggressively jealous like that with my boyfriend because I trust him with my whole heart and I've no no reason to be jealous and likewise I'd hope he feels the same with me too and over time I think that jealous rage that you have will destroy any feeling of love and affection vice versa so if you're being that crazy jealous controlling person the partner is going to see that and I think it's going to over time just put them off you and make you fall out of love with them and also you know, it's gonna change your feelings of someone because your love and affection you have is then just gonna turn into jealous rage, not trusting them. And it's just gonna cause that repeated arguing and the need for one partner to prove themselves. And it's exhausting. And I think it can stop the, the relationship from going anywhere. So 
I think it's something that you need to nip in the bud straight away and talk. If you're ever feeling jealous, jealousy is natural. Having a little bit of jealousy in a relationship, but don't let it become controlling. And yeah, don't let it become controlling and ruin the relationship you have. Um, definitely. I think if, if you are struggling with jealousy, because that's definitely something I struggle with a lot, normalise it. As what I said, be transparent, normalise, validate the jealousy. Be like, hey, Matt or whoever your boyfriend's called, Matt, James, John. Hey, John, I'm getting really jealous of that situation. Um, I just want to tell you, I don't want to be crazy over it. I understand that you're friends with them. I do feel naturally jealous about it, but please don't think I'm trying to control you. I'm just feeling very jealous. I think, yeah, normalising it. Jealousy is normal. And obviously a lot of the time there's valid reasons to be jealous. Like if your partner is hanging out with an ex all of a sudden, you've got every right to be fucking jealous and nip that in the bud straight away. But, you know, there's reasons. Be honest. And if a lot of the time if it's valid reasons like that and then the, your boyfriend girlfriend doesn't understand why you're like that, that breeds for another another deeper art, another deeper chat because that's obviously an issue. Yeah, obviously understand that that's normal and you're not the only one that feels that. It is natural to feel jealous about someone you love and care about. So natural. Um, and I think something that I've tried to stop and this has is so handy since Instagram and making all these changes, but what I would do is I would look on the following feeds and stuff like that to see if my boyfriend's liking any girls photos following any girls and then getting super worked up even though literally I never found one single bad thing like my boyfriend doesn't follow girls or like girls photos so I know that from fucking months and months of stalking those pages and stalking his followers and I think for me what makes me such a strong person is that I'm aware that I have those behaviors and I would talk to him about them and I finally kind of admitted that how toxic that was for myself and that I would do that because of my how I was manipulated in the past and how I didn't trust people in the past and how that affected me. And I stopped that behaviour. I mean, as I said, in Instagram, you can't see what people are liking and that's so, so good on people's mental health. Um, even though I know my boyfriend's not doing anything wrong, I would just be like, right, I need to go and see now. I need to check everything because I was so, so insecure. Um, but yeah, and I think as I said before about like if your boyfriend's or girlfriend is hanging out with an ex all of a sudden I think it's important to make those ground rules at the beginning of what is good and bad behavior so like what like hanging out with an ex all of a sudden into in my eyes is bad behavior if they're purposely going out and getting photos with girls clubbing you know that's bad behavior because they're it are they doing it of good or bad intentions do you know what I mean and I think developing that and understanding what makes you jealous what makes you tick equally vice versa with both of you I think that's important I think I'm gonna end this little podcast it might to be fair this might not be like the end because I feel like this segment might take me a while but I made a little list of kind of noticing the differences between a toxic relationship and a healthy one and I've been able to make this list obviously from being with someone who was super toxic to now being in the most happy place I've ever been in and being with someone who I want to be with for the rest of my life. So I think something I've realised is being together all the time isn't necessarily a good thing especially for the fresher stages of the relationship I think being apart 
for a bit is great and by that what I mean I mean I'm long distance I'm actually going to do a podcast with my boyfriend this weekend about long distance relationships how we deal with it issues arguments those kind of nice things um where we'll talk about it more in depth but we are long distance so um so yeah we only ever see each other kind of either every other weekend or we try every weekend but sometimes we're busy you know we still need to make time for our friends and family and we're very understanding of that like I understand he needs his lad time and he understands I need my girl time to be with my friends and we don't stress about that because that's so important to each other you know it's so important to have separate lives for you then to also have a life together and I think being together 24-7 as I said especially in the early stages is very toxic even if you live together like you can still make space for your own lives and I think it's so important for a relationship to work and be healthy is to have your own lives and be able to work on your own and have different friend groups and then be able to come in and talk about that that's healthy to me I noticed that from with my ex seeing them 24 7 it's not healthy you're also going to just grind each other's gears and if you can't have your own lives what's the point um as I said before fighting the way you fight is so important how you handle those fights you know and also how you handle fucking up don't make the other person feel bad no relationship is perfect and by fucking up I don't mean like oh they cheated that's fine um as again I'm not one to talk I've never been cheated on I've never cheated so I have no opinions on people taking people back obviously I don't think personally I would take someone back who has cheated but I cannot judge because I've never been in that position. But um, by that, I mean people messing up, doing something that they might they might have hurt the other person, but they're not doing it consciously. They, they, they're not aware that that's something that the other person might dislike and upset them, but it's dealing with that. So as I said before, maybe someone's done something that the, uh, the partner's not happy with, but they weren't aware, and the partner comes to them being like, look, John, I don't know why I'm using John, stereotypical name you did that, it really upset me, it's not something I like, then it's it's mature for John to be like, really sorry Sarah, didn't mean to do that, I'm so sorry that it upset you, I will work on not doing that if it's something that is going to upset you, that's healthy, and owning up to your responsibility, being a responsible adult, being a responsible male is a turn on guys, <laughs> um, another thing I've noticed is em- what you emphasise to each other about each other, so by that I mean when you're in a toxic relationship, I feel like it's always the negatives. It's always having a go at the other person or picking a th- picking upon the things they're doing wrong or making them change things, telling them all the negative things about them constantly. What is healthy is telling each other what you like about each other all the time. I always try and make sure I tell my boyfriend like something that I love about him every day or like just something that makes me happy or just something that, that will make him happy that I tell him I'm proud of him or just something every day something little um hardly mentioning negative things obviously you're gonna have issues that you're gonna bring up like if you're not in fucking you're not in a film it's not scripted you're not gonna it's not like you're prince charming and princess fucking Fiona like things are gonna fuck up in a healthy relationship the healthiest relationships have issues but yeah in in toxic relationships it's way more about the frustrations and all the negative things you bring up and you rarely bring up positive things and it's always about what you want to change not what's great about the relationship and I always try and make sure every day I'm reinforcing those great things another thing talking about kind of fights is in a toxic relationship I feel like after a fight you just ignore the person 
and I did that a lot and I know my ex did that a lot I would be very upset and he'd just ignore me for a day because he's like I can't be fucked to deal with that whereas like it just completely ghosted me and whereas in a healthy relationship you can be upset with the person but still respect that other person's feelings and talk about it there and then so you're no longer why would you want someone to be unhappy like someone you supposedly care about why would you want them to be worrying and sad for a whole day like deal with it and sort it out like a mature adult and that's a healthy relationship um something else is when I was with a when I was in a toxic relationship I would never I'd be so unsure about everything in the sense of I would never believe that they would go through with anything they say and that's something I've definitely brought into my current relationship and I'm always like, I'll believe it when I see it, when I should just believe in, believe in him. And I do now, but struggling to believe that they were going to go through with what they say. And I think that's something I struggled with in a toxic relationship because, yeah, I just didn't feel emotionally safe, whereas I feel very emotionally safe with Ben right now. Um, another, I think a lot of it brews down to arguments because all these kind of differences are kind of all based on arguments. But it's looking at the... Um, what's the word looking at the context of the argument so looking at the the argument and how many of those little arguments then turn into full-blown arguments and rage and I think a toxic relationship has a lot of these tiny arguments but then they'll end up as a full-blown name-calling honestly like battle <laughs> it's like the battle of Narnia in your room when you're fighting over something that literally started as like like oh you put two sugars in my tea but I only asked for one and then the next minute it's like you're a fucking slut oh my god let's break up it's like what the fuck <laughs> that is toxic behavior whereas healthy little bickers are great deal with them oh you put two sugars in my tea oh fine I'll put one next time I'll remember yeah going on to another point about having your own lives like I think if you can't handle being on your own that is toxic and I think yeah it's healthy to have your movie nights and your date nights with all your friends and your girly nights like if you are literally like fucking glue it's not healthy you need to have these nights obviously so I'm sorry if you don't have any other friends but can't help you there <laughs> yeah and, and the last point I'm gonna make is I've mentioned also in this podcast is the transparency the trap is being very transparent with your partner I am honest with everything that I'm ever feeling like I mean I'm probably too honest with with my boyfriend I tell him the most gross things ever and likewise but I think it's being honest and how comfortable you feel about being honest and open and in a healthy relationship I feel like you both feel like you can be honest and open with everything and communicating straight away when something's a problem something's upset you or anything and I think in a toxic relationship, I definitely know I found I was hiding things from them. So I would go clubbing because and lie because I wasn't allowed and I'd be made to feel shit if I went and attacked. But I was like, I ended up lying because I wanted to go and that's not that's not healthy and I'd lie about my feelings and just toxic. T-O-X-I-C. Toxic. Anyway, guys, I hope that wasn't too preachy because obviously toxic relationships is quite a touchy, touchy subject. But that's just from first-hand experience and kind of how I've struggled to adapt to someone actually caring about me and wanting to have a life with me and just to be so genuine and honest. And I struggled for very for a long time 
at the beginning of my relationship because of how the toxic relationship previously manipulated my mind into thinking I didn't deserve the best and now I've got that and I've realized so I hope this podcast could resonate with anyone if you're coming out of a relationship and you feel like it was toxic that maybe this is normal and it was a toxic relationship because you could still be in denial and I was in denial for a long time blaming a lot of it on myself or yeah if you're really struggling you know that you really like the person you're with but you're struggling because you just can't get your mind out of all these insecurities hopefully this kind of is wholesome to you and just realize that it's normal if you've been in a toxic relationship to still have these insecurities but to just really manage them and get over them and realize not everyone is going to hurt you but yeah I really enjoyed doing this podcast it's really something that's close to my heart and I hope it helps one two of you whoever um I'd really appreciate that please share and leave a review if you've got time and follow my podcast Instagram where I will be posting a lot of things hopefully in the near future um in the next couple of weeks some interesting posts and stuff and I really want to kind of focus my life onto that Instagram hopefully especially within 2020 more so than my personal Instagram my personal Instagram is linked on my podcast Instagram as well if you want to give that a follow for more kind of just random life stuff and I've also got an email it is the lost gal podcast at gmail.com did I say my Instagram was the lost gal podcast um but yeah do give those a follow and pop me a message if you know podcast ideas any questions if you want any advice any help my ears and eyes are open so yeah thanks guys for listening and I will catch you in next week's podcast bye